Slice Audio. On this episode of Bounced from the Roadhouse, we're going to talk about a hijacked airplane intercom. Kind of scary, right? Also, Rihanna and her halftime show at the Super Bowl and Betty White's auction items. Which items do we want? Plus, a story about Biden and Elton John. Plus, a whole lot more. Please follow us on TikTok. Just find The Roadhouse Show. And Facebook, The Roadhouse with Amy and Brandon. And please don't forget to subscribe here. It's free, you know. Leave us a review and some stars. Bounce from the Roadhouse! Betty White... May she rest in peace. They're already starting to auction off her stuff. There's more than 1,600 pieces of Betty White's possessions. They're on the auction block. And I'm going to read a couple things off this list, and I want everyone in the room to pick their favorite thing, what they would be. If you had, you know, Mm -hmm. endless amounts of money, which one of these items would you buy? Okay, we got Anna, we got Scout, we got Timmy, we got Brandon, and myself. Amy. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, here we go. A vintage RCA TV, <clears throat> Betty's Disney VHS collection, vintage leather baby shoes, a nun doll, uh, Betty's board game collection, an oil painting of Betty White from her 1950s, uh, moon landing memorabilia. She was on the moon? <laughs> Betty's <laughs> wedding ring, a collection of cat jewelry. What Betty's Betty's bedroom door, a collection of animal figurines wearing sombreros, two panda watches, Betty's Golden Girls director's chair, a framed picture of Betty with Bill Clinton, and Betty's 2000 Cadillac Seville. All right, Anna, you you start. Which one did you want? Um, Get right up on the microphone. The Disney Princess movie, the VHS (laughs) tapes, those are so wholesome. Thinking about Betty White actually watching those same VHS tapes. Yeah. That'd be what I'd pick. Okay. How about you, Scout? I take the bedroom door. The bedroom door? Yeah. What are you going to do with it? What, what wouldn't you do with it? A bedroom door? <laughs> Betty White's bedroom door. That's yeah. nuts. What, would you hang it on your wall or would you use it as, as a door? No, I would put it outside <laughs> and put some plants on it and like make it into something. Okay. All right. Little Betty White plants. Yeah. Interesting. White, use, only use white flowers. No, to honor Betty White. After her passing. <laughs> yeah. Aww. How about you, Timmy? I don't know. It's between her car or yeah. the director's chair Ooh. or both. Those things are so competitive could, to get, though. No one else wants the bedroom door, so it'd be easy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's probably yeah. smart. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I didn't know she was on the moon. I want some of that stuff. I, I didn't know she was what, on the moon. What wedding ring? That's no, probably right. s- stuff that she purchased of the moon landing. Oh, well... I suppose. Mm. I mean, she was alive back then. But then, like, then this wedding ring, though, she's been married a couple times. Is it a group of wedding rings? It's one wedding ring. Maybe take that wedding ring, give it to the wife as a gift. This was Betty White's. I don't know if my wife's <laughs> yeah. into Betty White, but <laughs> maybe of, someday you could be an old lady, too. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of being like, this was my great-grandmother's ring, and it's been through our family. It would be, this is Betty, Betty White's, White's ring. <laughs> Which one is more... Weird. Which one would you want more? Betty White's ring or your great-grandmother's wedding ring? Mm. Betty White's. Yeah? (laughs) Yeah. You'd think her kids or like her next of kids would want the wedding ring, right? That's pretty pretty important maybe they didn't like the guy maybe there's a there's more <laughs> maybe there's more husbands than there are kids so yeah. like maybe they've all been given a wedding ring and this is the extra one sorry <laughs> He's, he didn't make the cut <laughs> how come nobody wanted the nun doll 
Why would you want a nun doll? (laughs) Let's talk about paying it forward. I've never had anybody do that for me before, but I've been the person to pay it forward. Yeah. I want to know, has there ever ever been somebody that's in line and they get stuff paid for them and they're like, that's it. I'm not paying for any more. Or does it just go on all day long? How does that work? What? Actually, now that you mention it, I've had stuff paid forward for me, and I just said thanks. Oh. oh. I guess I didn't realize it was like a chain thing. I. Wow. I feel wow, like Brandon. drive-through workers should know and be like, "Do you do you want to pay for the guy behind you? Don't like it's fine." And I felt bad for the dude that paid it for because I was like, oh, I was a lone soldier in my vehicle, but I was picking up stuff for people at work. So it was like 30, 40 bucks. You oh. know what I mean? Oh my gosh! Oh. But, mm-hmm. yeah. That happened to my boyfriend, and he was at Popeyes, and the person in front of him paid for him. And when he got up to pay, they were like, "Do you want to pay for the person behind you?" He said, "How much is it?" And they said, thirty dollars." And he said not today (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome not today (laughs) that's funny what about you guys scout have you ever had have you been the victim of paying it forward i haven't i wish i was (laughs) i would love to be a victim of that have you ever paid it forward i haven't i haven't been part of this and i feel left out no wonder what do you mean no wonder what's wrong well karma can't serve you if you don't serve a little you know it's like you can't pay you can't get paid for it if you don't pay it forward right right yeah Oh, I just feel left kids out. Kids these That's days. It. Timmy? Oh, I'm trying to think of like a spe- specific time. I feel like I've paid it forward a lot. Um, we were given $100, and then we were told like, hey, you go, like it's Christmas time, you go and you give it to somebody who you think truly deserves it. Oh, cool. Yeah, so I went to like my one of our favorite restaurants and – the server I wanted to give it to so happened to wait on us, so we left her a hundred bucks. Well, yeah. that's nice. That's Some sick. people just would have kept it. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm like, you bet. I know somebody in need. Fold, fold my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we, we've been talking about paying it forward this hour. We got Timmy, Anna, and Scout in Studio Four B with us. And listen to this, guys. There was a woman. She's causing controversy on TikTok. She claimed that she was in line at Starbucks and there was car after car after car all day long paying it forward and she ended it she took she took the free coffee and she just ended it right there listen to what she has to say so today I went to the Starbucks drive through to get my little drink and sandwich as a hot girl does and I go to the barista to pay and he goes you don't have to pay me today the person in front of you paid for your drink and food as a nice gesture and then he drops this bomb so for every five people in front of you they return the gesture back so you're telling me that these people were shamed and caught into this Congo line of morality that they had to give the gesture back? I'm not that girl. That defeats the whole point of someone doing something nice for me. I am the one that was helped, and I am not helping anyone else. So she's upset about it. This makes her angry that somebody paid for her coffee. <laughs> I Personally, I'm like, she's just trying to make herself feel better about not having to buy somebody else's coffee, but it kind of is the point, isn't it? Somebody did something nice for you. Now you turn around and do something nice for somebody else. I guess it doesn't mean you have to buy somebody else a coffee right there, but she doesn't sound like she's going to go do anything nice for anybody else either. Maybe she just finished paying her rent, you know? She doesn't have any money. Yeah. Fair. Well, and also the person behind you in line will never know the difference. Like, they'll never know whether or not you, you that there was a, even a pay-it-forward chain in the first place. So I think you're kind of off the hook. Yeah, yeah. Mm. 
She sounded kind of like she was victimizing herself yeah. for <laughs> getting her like stuff any paid hot for. Girl does. And then she was trying to rationalize how her not paying next is beneficial to her and everyone else around her. <laughs> so, yeah. She didn't sound like she was just making up any excuse because she had no money. <laughs> yeah, that's what I think too. Yeah. But also, if you don't have any money, why are you there in the first place? Like she said, she got a, a drink and food. Like she obviously has 10 bucks or so. Like, yeah. I don't know. You're not spending money anyway. So at least put mm. that towards their bill. Yeah, be like, oh, okay, I'll buy their coffee. I'm not going to buy their lunch. I'll buy one coffee off their bill. Yeah. I'm the cheapest person in this room. So I probably wouldn't. I probably would have done the same thing. <laughs> but I wouldn't have made a big deal out of it. Yeah, I think I'm a lot like Scout. It, I would have dumbly, like I said earlier, been like, oh, sweet, thanks, and walked out and not like realize, like, Durr, pay it forward right now. You know? I'm, wow. Yeah. I bet the. I bet every time I go to Starbucks, I'm behind this girl because this has never happened to me. Yeah. <laughs> time for TikTok talk. Something interesting happened over the weekend on an airplane. Somebody took over the intercom. Okay. So people were riding on this airplane and this guy just starts moaning. <laughs> Before you say anything, I'm going to play it for you guys. Okay. Okay. So this went on the entire flight. The whole flight, it would just randomly come on? They never figured it out. They never figured it out? No. That's outstanding. I know it. What a great prank. Okay, this this is an airplane. Yes. <laughs> this isn't a super Walmart somewhere where you can hide with the phone. Yeah. There are two places you can grab the intercom from. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. How would they not be able to find out who it was? Because someone hacked into it. Yep. Is it wireless? That's the part that confuses me. Hacked into it like it's Bluetooth or something? Is it like a cordless phone that you can just jump into? I thought it was like an old real phone. Like, okay. Well, that's what I thought. When I I first heard this, too, I think, oh, yeah, someone just got on there and they're screwing around and then they're going to get, you know, uh, they're going to get the the fake handcuffs and the the wire tie handcuffs (laughs) and they're going to go, you know, have to sit in first class until they arrest the flight and the flight marshals get on there. But no, yeah, they they apparently, somebody hacked into it. Yes. I wow. don't know how they did it. That makes it feel so much less safe when you're oh, on yeah. the I, Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, true. If they can hack into that, you know, well, autopilot's next. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. All of a sudden, you look over and some 12-year-olds fly in the plane. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, exactly. Brandon, that's that's why you heed the warning when they say, turn off your phones. Yeah, no kidding. Exactly. Put yeah. your phone into airplane mode, because otherwise, someone's going to be able to do something like I this. I tell you what, I'm going to be that vigilant a hole from now on when I see him not doing that. I'm yeah. Like, yeah, the hell you aren't. Turn it off, pal. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you ain't groaning on my flight. <laughs> There's a guy that documented the whole thing over on TikTok, so go check it out if you'd like. And stop by the Roadhouse show on your way. Okay, I have a story here that I read that is every parent's nightmare. You think your kids are in, in the right hands, you know, and you leave them at daycare, preschool, school, whatever it is. But there was this woman, and she had her friend pick up her child. This woman has never met her child before, oh. so she didn't know what she looked like. <laughs> so she, she picks up this kid from daycare, right? She gets it home. 
She's making a snack and everything. The older sibling gets home from school, walks home or whatever, comes into the kitchen and is like, that is not my sister. Oh, you, my gosh. You grabbed the wrong child. You'd think you would vet your friend yes. with, like, maybe a school photo or anything. Uh, mm-hmm. We live in the world of phones. Yeah. This is my child. She picks up her phone and sees, like, paragraphs and paragraphs of text. Apparently, the cops are at the daycare. Oh. The parents are really worried, There's really mad. There's an Amber Alert going on yes. over everybody's phone. Yeah. Wow. So, but these people released this child to the wrong person. Yeah. So yeah. they ended up being fired and everything, but what a Ooh. nightmare. But I wanted to bring Oak Lane here because you have a pretty young child. I have I have five kids that yes. I just Yeah. And when I, and I was planning a trip to Paris for the holidays. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah, home yeah, alone. <laughs> yeah. You and I left there. my youngest son Kevin at home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Is that your Yeah, burglars came in. Yeah, the whole show. Wow, so that's what the movie's about. Yeah. It's about Oakley's kids. That's Oakley's family. Hey, look, I do have, and Brandon knows this real well, I got kids who go on the road, they play music pretty much every weekend, and yeah, I have great. to turn around and count, because Home Alone terrified all of us who grew up oh, yeah. in, you know, when we were young, and in 1990 when Home Alone came out and we were those kids' age, it terrified all of us to turn around and count our kids. Oh, yeah. And Always. make sure that there are, oh, there's too many of them. But there's they did that in the movie. Yeah, they and just they left him two movies. Yeah, they got a good, good earning sequel. Yeah, like four <laughs> actually. But have you ever forgotten one? No. Wow, good nope. job. But don't you love that scene in Home Alone where he's like, "I ah, know, but I did leave one at a funeral parlor once. Just left him over the corpse all day long. Oh god. Came around after three, four weeks, started talking again. <laughs> oh man, started talking again. Did you leave anybody behind? No, never. No. I only have one. So. I think Home Alone was the cautionary tale for our generation to never leave our kids or pick up the wrong kids or, or count the wrong kid. Don't have more than one or two. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably a good idea. They're too expensive. What about you, Brandon? Did you ever forget your kids? Well, no, I've never forgotten them like as an at home or anything. But there were times when me and their mom split up that they would get off the bus and they'd be pretty young yet. And uh, like that 10 and an eight year old range, you know, young, but not too young. And we're supposed to have either one, either side of the grandparents or somebody there to pick them up, and they weren't there. <gasps> and so then the kids are like, what? So they just kind of walk over to my house. Well, they walked over to my house. The doors were locked. They couldn't get in. They were supposed to have their key, forgot their key. So there they are, just like, you know. You just and tell them. We're all at work, just like, somebody's got our kids. Everything's okay. Yeah. Like, in your mind, you're everything's fine, you know. And that's why we ended up getting my daughter a cell phone at a very young age. So worse for your kids, they weren't home alone. They were just without a house. They were just without everything. <laughs> home, homeless alone. We just learned from Uncle Bob that Rihanna is going to be headlining the Super Bowl halftime show. So that's kind of exciting. There was rumors that Taylor Swift was going to be the headliner. But it turns out, no, no, no. What if they do it together? What if Rihanna has Taylor Swift as a special guest? Oh, my God. Uh, a little collab. A little, love a collab. Yeah, collaborate. And you know, Pepsi's not the sponsor anymore. Eh? It's Apple Music now. Well. Drama. Apple is taking over. That's <laughs> wow. crazy. That's wild. What's mm. your favorite halftime show that you've ever seen? I liked The Weeknd. People are going to not like that I said that, but I really liked it. I thought it was cool. I liked it, too. I'm with you. I don't know what was so bad about it. I thought the show itself was good, but, you know, I think... The fit of the artist, like I didn't, I only knew the one song that he had, and that was it. What? 
that that one song that was oh, on TikTok that, that was Zirel. Yeah, I didn't know that until I watched the halftime show, and I'm like, who's this cat? And to be honest with you, before he was on there and before the advertising, I didn't even know what he looked like. I thought it was a group. It was just one dude. He's the weekend. I thought there was two days in a weekend. <laughs> you know, so I don't know. Well, then which one did you like? What was your favorite? I don't know. It's a toss up, right? Because you've got like the what's the one with uh, Justin Timberlake? Oh, Jen uh, Jackson and, and Jan- the boob. The boob. That one. That one rates <laughs> did you pretty steal high. Mine? No, but that one is a good one. Uh, what was her name? Where the the baby shark thing oh. or the shark thing got? He wasn't doing the dances right or whatever. What's her name? I can't remember. But that show was pretty cool. She was running around on just like the the overall show of it was pretty cool. I can't remember. I wish I could remember whose name it was. Doesn't matter. Prince though. I think that one's probably going to be uh, that was mine. That's going to be the ultimate. <laughs> He's just taking everything. I know. Metallica. Oh no, Prince was epic. It was like there was a downpour, and he just yeah. kept the show going. Yeah. What about Lady insane. Gaga? She came down. Didn't she come down oh, from yeah. like the sky? Oh yeah, that one was good too. Who's doing the national anthem? I don't know. Let's look it up. National anthem. <laughs> Maybe they'll call you second. You make you the second choice, yeah, Amy. I'll be second choice for that any day. She'd be recording the whole thing on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I can't seem to find out who's singing the national anthem. Maybe they haven't picked it up yet. Yeah. You know, like they don't know yet. They should have Colin Kaepernick sing it. What's the deal? That's lit. On fleek. Straight gas, bro. Okay, boomer. Good morning, boomers. Welcome back to another edition of What's the Deal? your source for the latest and greatest Generation Z news. Today we are talking about Gen Z not being a bottoms-up generation. Alcohol has long been associated with social events, a way to make friends and a way to take the edge off of life's many demands, especially in Western culture. But Gen Z is not buying that message anymore. A shocking new study found that Gen Z is more sober and they are more sober curious compared to the other generations. Experts believe the decrease in youth drinking has come from a couple of different factors. It's difficult to measure one particular reason that makes this the new phenomenon, but many attribute it to the financial and societal pressures they face, along with new ideas for a good night out. You see, us Gen Zers can actually have fun by being ourselves, while other generations have to get drunk to have fun. You wake up the next day wondering who you're lying next to and where you're at. Clearly, there is a lesson to be learned here. Now, go get out there and be better. (laughs) And Amy, pass me my Takis. Cheers and later, boomers. Hey, Dylan, intern Dylan just informed us that Gen Zers are choosing the sober lifestyle. I love that. Congratulations. And I believe I know why. It's because they've seen all the embarrassing things that we've done (laughs) while (laughs) drinking. Yeah. So I want to know your most embarrassing drinking story, Stitch. Okay, so <laughs> I have a lot of them, but um, this one is going to go back towards my senior year in high school. I paid for a full keg to have a party somewhere, and <laughs> like my age, but I didn't charge anybody. I just paid for myself, whatever. Mm-hmm. Everybody came. We had a great time. I uh, I got pretty hammered and I ended up losing my wallet that night. I ended up finding it, but I ended up losing it. I jumped over a fire pit and ended up burning like my shoe. <laughs> and I passed out in the bathroom and I woke up with somebody peeing over me. Oh no! <laughs> and I'm like, ah! And that was terrible. Uh, and then I when I actually woke up from the bathroom, everybody had left and somebody stole my keg. <laughs> 
no. <laughs> no deposit for you. Yep, exactly. No deposit for me. Mm. Now, I know this guy's got an embarrassing story because he's a whiskey guy. This has nothing to do with whiskey. <laughs> and this, this is a story I try to forget on a weekly basis almost. I'll have those <laughs> moments, those flashbacks where I'm like, that happened and I can never take it back. And probably hundreds of people saw it, right? <laughs> so, some of you re- may remember that the old train depot downtown used to be a bar called the Dance Depot. Nope. And it was kind of right after the Boot Hill was still kind of a thing downtown, but the Dance Depot was the new big thing because country was, you know, it was mid 90s. Oh, country yeah. was in its prime, right? It was just, it was huge. And Cat Country was just, we were rock stars downtown generally i know that's maybe a little bit of hyperbole but it was kind of true so i was down there with some friends one night getting lit i don't even remember what i was drinking because i didn't i didn't drink anything because i liked how it tasted you just drank it to get drunk that's all you did Mm -hmm. so i had to have been in my mid-20s at this point late 20s maybe somewhere in there i wasn't married yet early to mid-20s then okay got so drunk that i'm sitting at a table (laughs) kind of kind of alone kind of like this Maybe there's four people around. So alone. The three people got up. So alone, sure. The three people got up and left. And I'm just sitting there at the table when you're really drunk and you don't know. You about all of to fall a sudden, out of your chair. And then all of a sudden you start to feel like. Oh, no. Oh, I'm going to puke. I'm going to throw up. Yeah. And there's there's nothing I can do about it. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> yeah. I've been in those positions. Alone at a table. Uh-huh. Everywhere. Oh, my God. Just everywhere in the bar. I mean, just <laughs> across the table, down the floor. Oh, and all I remember is two guys picking me up and just literally throwing me out the back door. <laughs> Check, please. I would have loved to have seen that. I have, I have to this day those shiver flashbacks of like, How oh, you my felt? God, people saw me do that. Yeah. And it's the yeah. most embarrassing, <laughs> the awesome. most embarrassing moment I've ever experienced. Uh, Did anybody a- get any video of that? It was no, 90s. it was before any of that existed. <laughs> they didn't Thank have the face God. spaces in the right. my books. <laughs> I'm so thankful every day that didn't exist. Yeah. Okay, Brandon. Well, uh, mine, I don't know. I, mine would probably be, I had, used to have these New Year's Eve parties at my house all the time. We would get way too drunk and everybody would be there. And it was safe, right? You could drink and stay. Nobody had to go anywhere. And I woke up the next morning and I can remember going to bed. And I remember thinking, me and me and my now wife were like, it's about we're about to you know wrestle and wrestle. And but I woke up the next morning. And I don't know if we wrestled or not, but I had my pants around my ankles, the door wide open, and I was laying there with like you know with my knees open, <laughs> just like open, and t-shirts like up around my chest, and I like did the like wake up, and I looked down and I'm like door wide open. How many people? Because I know people were still partying at my house. How many people? came in and went oh what the uh, and then walked away because you weren't just seeing the bonanza you were seeing the burning of the map as well you know what I mean? okay since it's national drink a beer day let's go around the room and name our favorite beers i've already did mine earlier which was tecate yeah. light yeah shiner yeah shiner timmy I used to drink a lot of coronas Corona. Corona. yeah uh i drink a lot of venner lager from spearfish because wow. it's gluten-free Oh, all right. They just don't tell you that. So now that we know everybody drinks beer, do you have an embarrassing story where you drank too much of it? I know Brennan was in a fraternity. I was. I was in a fraternity. Now you got a good story Um, in there. Oh, man. 
hard to uh, narrow them down. It's there's a lot. Yeah, there's there's quite a few. Which one do I choose? Uh, come back to me. Somebody, somebody. I got to think. I got to. I got to go through. I've my got multiple. I've cabinet. got multiple stories. This one. One time, I was young. I could drink a lot. I could drink a lot, lot. And uh, me and the ex-father-in-law picked up a whole case of Budweisers, and we went with uh, like my ex and all of her friends. We went up to like Belfouche. There used to be this dance club up in Belfouche. We drive up to, and her dad was like, "I'll drive you guys up and drive you home. That way, everybody's safe, right?" And so I'm drinking these Budweiser, and all of a sudden there's, like, none left in this 24-pack. And I thought maybe the ex-father-in-law had had some. You know, I was like, how many of these did you drink? And he was like, I haven't had any because I'm driving. And I'm like, wait a minute, who's been drinking all these Budweiser's? And they're like, that's you, Brandon. And I don't know if it stuck, it like, that knowing ruined my head, my game, and my mind. But we got back to Bacon Park from where we met and dropped people off. And we get to Bacon Park, and I get out of the car, and I was like, a Budweiser to that whole parking lot. <laughs> it was, and all these girls were in the car looking at me. It was embarrassing. <laughs> I do, I do have one, but it's not related to my college days oh. because, as you know, I'm very old. So this was this was a while ago. Um, classic scenario: high school basement. You know, we got our hands on some on some some choices, and. Um, the whole time, it's this whole game of like, dude, my mom is like right upstairs. We got to be super quiet about this. And we're like, yeah, dude, we're thinking we're the, I mean, we're thinking we're so cool. And it was a UV blue, which I don't know if you've ever had that, but oh, it's, yeah. it's terrible. And we had a, a bunch of Coronas that were left over in the unfinished basement of Oof. my friend's house. They're probably very old. And we got schmambammed. And I wake up in the morning and Nick is laying about 10 feet away from me. We're supposed to do a four hour drive this next morning and we're both I mean I'm still a little bit drunk I can't I'm the hangover is starting to kick in Nick's mom comes downstairs and he's passed out in the sleeping bag and I can tell based on the stains on the carpet that he puked and he peed in the sleeping bag oh, and, he, no. and, he, oh, and he didn't move he just didn't move he was done for the night and Nick's mom comes down and kind of looks at Nick and kind of like nudges him with her foot and I'm like yeah sorry we we're up pretty late just you know hanging out she was like uh-huh. There's no way she didn't know. Yeah. There's no way she didn't know. Oh, she knew. Yeah, but Nick wakes up, he opens up the sleeping bag. It's oh. just gross and, oh. and from the that worst. yeah, from that day on I cannot touch UV anything. Okay, boys. So our president, yeah. Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. He was presenting an award to Sir Elton John, mm-hmm. okay, for his efforts in spreading awareness of AIDS, putting an end to AIDS. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. And I want to play a little portion of what he said to Sir Elton John. Okay. By the way, it's all his fault that we're spending $6 billion in taxpayer money this month to help AIDS fight HIV AIDS. <laughs> it's all his fault? It's all his fault. Oh, that is... The look what? on his face, <sighs> Sir Elton John's face, he was like... He didn't know Whoa. what to say. You're, well, you're blaming me. Yeah. Me? You're blaming me, really. You're blaming me. <laughs> Everything was going really well. The mood, the, up oh, until yeah. this point, they had been like, thank you so much. And they were rewarding him. And he was like, he even said, thank you. You know, America's been so good to me and my music and, and raising awareness. And then Joe Biden comes in with that. And you could just see like the room. Just let me sh- tell you, <laughs> let me tell you, we're sending him the bill too. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. So, well, you... <laughs> You thought huh. about retiring from the music business. You ain't going to retire from music business. You got to make a $6 billion. It's We're all your you, fault. It's all your fault for the AIDS. Oh, my gosh. Our taxpayers <laughs> are spending all their money because of you. Because of you. Wow. 
Wow. Bad. That's well, of course, Biden's been known for making gaffes like that years ago on the campaign trail. He was like, and when these guys are campaigning, they like have all the local officials yeah. that's in, to be recognized and stuff like that. He goes, Oh my God, Howard over there. Howard, why don't you stand up and be recognized? Howard was in a wheelchair, right? He goes, Oh, my oh gosh. God, you're in a wheelchair. God love you. <laughs> that's what he said. What? Oh, oh, I guess you can't stand. You God love you. Oh, my. Yeah, so it's That's not the. Fr- I guess I'm not surprised because he's uh, he's Joe. He's old, you know. It's yeah. like wow. Every, every time you hear a, a speech from our president, you just sit there and go, "Wow, I know." He he's old. He's an old You're, dude. You just sit there and just wait for him to do something stupid. <laughs> well, not- isn't it just like our own grandparents? Right when you're hanging out with them, eating dinner, mm-hmm. and then everything's just going <laughs> fine. Exactly. And then they're like, "So the other day at work." whatever and you're just like oh my gosh that just happened here we are in studio 4b on the roadhouse this is going to be a learning opportunity for everyone in the room i'm excited we all learned during the pandemic you can't flush wipes Uh (laughs) (laughs) yeah but i mean do you still do that oh yeah i also learned that you can't flush kleenex well duh really it doesn't break down yeah. Well, neither do flushable wipes. That's the problem. Yeah. Supposedly really? they do. They don't. Are there any weird huh. things that you guys flush? I'll tell you what I don't flush. I don't flush pee. You want to know why? Because I pee in the sink. Think about it. Every time you pee in the toilet, both these drains go to the same place, right? Every time you pee in the toilet, you're flushing down two gallons of water, just about, for no reason. Yeah. You pee in the sink, you don't waste water. Look at the Wait, look at the need, worldly things he's doing here. I, I mean, wanted to talk about, it, right? about things we shouldn't Thinking. flush, but now I want to talk about Brendan peeing in the sink. I, <laughs> yeah. I'm a little bit with him. I just never would have yeah. admitted it. But I, it's like it's so much easier too because you could just lay it there. Yep. You know, just, just plop go. it out. Yep. I'm telling you, it makes a lot of sense, right? These drains both go to the same place. In one hand, you're flushing down a gallon and a half of regular water that could be used for other materials, washing a baby, something like that, right? On the other hand, you're just you know, going in the sink and not wasting any yeah. water. You spray, you know, you run the sink for like a few seconds afterwards. Do you have That's two it. sinks or just one? In my apartment? Yeah. I have one. Well, I mean, we have a kitchen sink. I don't, obviously, I'm not a caveman. I don't use that one. But, <laughs> but it makes it's sense. a similar concept as yellow, let it mellow, brown, flush her down, you know. Correct. Similar. Yeah. yeah. Do you yellow, let her mellow? Yeah. I do it all the time. It makes the wife so mad. Yeah. Timmy? <laughs> well, does your girlfriend pee in the sink no it's much it, i think it'd be much more difficult for yeah. her to pee in the just sink it's really easy when you're stool. a dude you just stand there right so does she yellow let it mellow uh no i don't think she does so if, if anything my peeing in the sink is kind of offsetting her not mellowing let it yellowing okay Yellow messed up the order mm. of that but yeah yeah. Does she like that you pee in the sink? She doesn't care at all. Really? I told her my logic, and she was like, yeah, that's solid. If you can save a little bit of water, and it's also more convenient, like, why not? Yeah. Do you pee in the shower? Everybody pees in the shower. Everybody. That's a rhetorical question. Raise that's your a hand if you pee in the shower. Everybody oh, no, pees. Everybody yeah, pees. now yeah. everyone's hands are up. Yeah. I yeah. pee a lot I've never had athletes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's go. <laughs> Where else can we pee? Outside. Mm. Outside. In the, in the wilderness, yeah. Apparently in the sink. Before this yep. pine tree out by my uh, patio took over, I used to just go back there. And before I had neighbors or before I knew their schedule. Well, I wanted to teach you guys what not to flush down the toilet, but all I learned was that Brennan pees in the sink. And I'm proud of it. 
It's time for funny misheard song lyrics. Brandon got mad at me last week. I ain't mad. I just, you know, got to pick English, you know, and Disney. Yeah, you got me back. I did. You got me Uh, back. Yeah, you didn't didn't get that song at all. No. And thank goodness I had the lyrics in front of me because I would have never known either. (laughs) Well, we're going back to songs that are actually on the radio. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So should we rock, paper, scissors? Sure. Let's Ready? do it. Ready? One, two, three. Aha, cut you. I go first. All right. So what's your song? I actually do know this song. It's Aaron Watson, Freight Train. And uh, we used to sing this in the band. I love this song. Might bring it back. Oh, yeah. You feel that? Oh, yeah. I'm going to give them that twofold. Okay. Seriously, I gotta hear that again. Okay. I'm gonna give them that two four four on the floor like an outlaw pose on day before. Got the pretty girls out there begging for more. Got to. <sighs> I'm gonna put him on a two by four, slap him on the <clears> ass <throat> with a chicken, whatever wow. scratcher. No. I'm no going to give them that two, four, four on the floor like an outlaw boys ever did before. Got the pretty girls out there begging for more. Got to give them all what the game here for. That's a jam right there. Guess I should have got it. Feel free to go home and dance to that one. That's a jam. <laughs> that one got? was pretty difficult. Okay, I got Ozzy Osbourne, cra- oh. Crazy Train. All right, let's go. So I thought we said English. That was English. (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea. And I can listen to it five times. I have no idea what he's saying. (laughs) Give it it a try here. Okay. Okay, who make their own rules, yeah. I listen to some conditions and something about Williams Monroe. (laughs) What did you say? I have no idea. (laughs) Something about some conditions and Williams Monroe. Whoa, whoa. (laughs) I guess I should look up the... Let's see what this guy has to say, because I don't even know what he's saying. Yeah, I don't either. I've listened to preachers. I've listened to fools. I've watched all the dropouts who make their own rules. Oh, that's a lot deeper than it sounded. Yeah. Because it sounded like... (laughs) You can understand him in the beginning of the song, and then he just loses it. It was a good jam, though. I like that song. So with Hurricane Ian yeah. taking Dang. over Florida, devastation. I have a story about this woman in Canada. Okay, Her name is Crystal Collier. She lost tons of stuff during this tropical storm, Fiona, Okay, that hit Canada recently. Oh, wait, what? And she what? lost so many things. She lost photographs, clothing, childhood stuff. But there's one thing that she was most devastated about because before the storm hit, she stocked up on White Claw Uh, so they could just kind of hang out and drink. And she kept it in the fridge in her garage, and they watched this garage go down and just, like, float away. Oh, no. So she's more upset about her White Claws. But she found it. She didn't find any of the other stuff, but she found her White Claw. And she's like super happy, like she she can die happy now because of the white claw. I mean, I'd be happy if I found my white claw. Really? I, do you drink that Just stuff? Saying, yeah, I do. Really? I That's think it's good. Flavor. I've tried it once. It's pretty refreshing. 
Most yeah, that's the thing, especially in the summertime for sure. Yeah, yeah. So like, I will drink like regular beer, Coors Light or Bud Light or whatever. No, not Bud Light, but anyways, Coors Light. And then yeah. like after a few of those, your mouth starts getting kind of dry and gross. And then you'll go to White Claws, and they will. Well, yeah. if, Plus, if we were getting hit yeah. by a huge tornado or whatever, what's the one thing that Pro- you would want to save? My dogs, I guess. If I want to be serious, well, nothing with a heartbeat. Oh, nothing with a heartbeat. Yeah, hmm. that stuff's a given. My computer with all my music on it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I'm a you know DJ and I make music. That yeah, that's stuff. your money. Yeah. Yeah, probably just photographs or my computer with with heart. your pictures on it. Yeah, yeah. I mean everything's digital. Well, I guess it's not on the cloud. On Dropbox or yeah, I don't know. Maybe everything else would be pretty much replaceable. Mm-hmm. But first of all, let's go back to tropical storms hit Canada. Yeah. <laughs> that's a real yeah. thing. I know. I'm like, what? How does that happen? Exactly. I didn't know that. Yeah. She Holy was hit cow. by the the tropical storm Fiona. She yeah, she lives on the water. Hold on. When Wait, when like, was this? Port uh Port I don't know how to pronounce that. A U X and then Bosques. Oh yeah, it is recent, but it says it's the it is regarded as the worst natural disaster in recorded history to affect Canada in 19 years. So mm-hmm. it started September 13th and went through the 24th. That's that was real recent. That's crazy. I didn't mm-hmm. know anything about that. Well, Dang. good job paying attention to the news. I don't. I think <laughs> the news is depressing, and I don't want to yeah, watch like, it. I, <laughs> you're drink, drinking too much white cloth. Yeah. So natural disasters. Of course, there's a big hurricane coming to Florida right now. Hurricane Ian. Cat 4 right now, sustained winds 155, may even go to a Cat 5, which is the worst. So begs the question, gang, what natural disaster do you think would be the worst to be in? A hurricane, flood, earthquake, or a tornado? Tornado. Hey, tornado? Yeah. Yeah, why? You can swim, you can float, but you can't fly. Well. <laughs> That's a good point. That is a good That's point. That's good. But you know what? You get hit by a tornado, you're flying. Yes, <laughs> and you're not coming back. Yeah, yeah, probably. Well, no, there's those stories, though. That's, see, that's the weird thing about, about tornadoes. There's always those stories like, they were in their house, and it got picked up, and then it was sent 20 miles down the road, and they were perfectly fine s- still eating their breakfast. You know, there's those... And then they dig through the rubble, and then there's their little dog is there. Exactly, exactly. There's those stories. Um, I would say tornado as well. Yeah, tornado? Yeah, well, you choose to live on the coast. So, like, you're, like, asking for a hurricane, but a tornado's like, you know what? No. Well, that's the thing also. I kind of agree with that in terms of that. Tornadoes, I mean, you get a little bit of warning now with technology, but it's not like, say, a hurricane, which you can see this thing coming. Well, I would say hurricane just because that's a mixture of flood and tornado as it's happening all at the same time. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Good point. Very good point. It's like It's like a hybrid. It's the it's the hybrid storm. Now I have I am proud to say I have been in all four of those natural disasters. I was I lived in Rapid City in seventy two, so seventy two flood. Uh, I've been in tornadoes because you live here, you're, you're bound to have a tornado hit. I mean, there was one that hit Rapid City. Actually, it was like the eastern part of Rapid City, and I was living on the west side when I was a kid, so you could kind of see the thing, but it didn't really add any danger to us. I was in Hurricane Bonnie in Virginia Beach, which was a Cat three sucker punch. And I was living in an apartment building right by the beach, and water was coming through the walls. It was pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, it was like... But the weird thing about a hurricane is that there's people who get, go out in them. They tell people not to go, right? <laughs> and But invariably, there's drunken idiots who will be in hurricanes. You hear these people hooting and hollering, going, oh, my God, they're dying, they're dying. So no, they're not. They're drunk. <laughs> yeah. And then an earthquake I was in in California. Usually what happens in Cal- after an earthquake, after the rumbling, 
then everyone goes out again and drinks. Oh, and you survived yeah. all of them. Well, yeah, I mean, you're like were... a cat. You have nine lives. <laughs> yeah. One, two, hold on, no, I've got five. You got four more to go. <laughs> five more, hopefully. Was that four or five? <laughs> God, I hope it's five. I just learned recently that Tiger Woods' son is now out there golfing. Yeah, well, and, okay. His dad's a golfer. I mean, that, that happens makes a sense, lot. Right? Yeah, yeah. this makes sense. His name's Charlie. He's thirteen. Thirteen. He actually just did his first little interview, and I have a little clip of it if you want to hear. Yeah. How'd you reset? Come out and play such stellar golf. Well, Dad, Dad told me to stay patient and just yeah, just play steady golf. Just yeah, stay patient, play. Just focus on each shot. Don't look too far ahead. And, just stay in, the, stay in the game. Some shots, like I would, I would have been so off, but he, he's determined the right course. Charlie, you were the star today. Congratulations. Thank you. The cadence is just like his father. <laughs> Does, is that how Tiger Woods interviews oh, yeah. he as talks, well? He talks like that. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's Tiger Woods is more used to speaking to the media, obviously. But yeah, yeah it's like. It's, yeah. But what's interesting is that Tiger Woods. I mean, thirteen. I was surprised thirteen years old because that's kind of old. Because Tiger Woods was on TV, he was on the old Phil Donahue show. Yeah, I'm sure neither of you even remember. I remember Phil. No clue. No clue. Of course not. No, that, that's not a bad thing. It was it was mediocre. But anyway, he was on there when he was like three or four years old. Really? Yeah. Tiger Woods was. Tiger Woods was exactly yeah. Because mm-hmm. he was like you know a, a phenom then because he was so little and such a good golfer, and his dad was a big promoter and stuff like that. And so, yeah, he was on so the So Charlie's show. getting a late start? Well, I'm, I'm sure Tiger Woods is like, you know what? Maybe three was a little early, you know? <laughs> yeah. Maybe learned the mistakes of my parents, yeah. I screwed him up a little bit? Yeah, maybe a little bit. I didn't even know that you could walk at three. What? 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 Don't you walk at, like, one? I don't one know. Or, one or two. is. I mean, yeah. I'm, it's like, well, yeah. You would one know and more. a half? Yeah. Why are you asking me? Well, I don't, because you just said three. You didn't know you could walk at three. Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> I was I would expect you to say I didn't know you could play golf at three. No walk. Well it's always those stories they always say, Well, you know, he could he could he could ski before he could walk. How? <laughs> you know, there's, there's always those tales that go, Well, you know, he he could he could shoot a compound bow before he could <laughs> He was slinging beers before he could speak. Exactly. Stuff like that. He was that. crashing cars before he could drive. <laughs> exactly. We talked about Charlie, the 13-year-old son of Tiger Woods, and how he's golfing now. And man, to follow in the footsteps of Tiger Woods. Can you imagine the expectations? Yeah. Hard. Everybody expects hard. you to be yeah. amazing just like your dad. Everyone oh. expects you to be a womanizer like yeah. your dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, no, not that, not that. No, I good golfer, sorry. went through that in high school with basketball because my brother was a huge basketball star. And then I got into it, and everybody's like, oh, my gosh, he's Brian's sister, blah, blah, blah. And so that was, like, that was stressful. And I had to be good, you know? And I wonder if Charlie feels like that, too. Well, I'm sure that it's one of those things where <laughs> I'm sure Charlie's like, do I really need to do this, Dad? Do I, re- do we really, do I really need the money, you know, first mm-hmm. and foremost? I mean, because I, I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe he wants to be if, if he's got a good relationship with his father. But uh, then there's also that I think Tiger Woods kind of felt pushed by his dad a little bit, you know, a lot in his yeah. career. And that, that always has a double-edged sword. And sometimes I think that the parents then, the, the son that becomes the parent or the daughter that becomes the parent is like, well, I'm not going to do the same thing my parents did to me, you know. 
So I'm going to let them choose their own path. A lot of actors do that. Yeah. You know, I would never encourage them to become a, you know. What about you, Scout? I guess I can relate a little bit. My my dad is a photographer and my mom is an art teacher. So they wanted me to be either or. So I became both. Oh, well, that's awesome. I am the expectation now. So. You're like the number one daughter. I'm the oldest child. And now my brother has to. And he won't. Oh, man. Now he <laughs> has expectations. Yeah. <laughs> he won't. <laughs> Did you ever feel like you had to live up to something? Oh, my parents wanted me to be a lawyer badly. And then uh, in the summer of my senior year in college, I was uh, in California hanging out on the beach a lot instead of studying for the law school admissions test. (laughs) Oh. And that put pretty much the kibosh on all that. And so it's like, well, can't be a lawyer. And now you're you're on the radio. Yeah, exactly. No, (laughs) don't be a lawyer. Go be a wacky, zany stand-up comedian. (laughs) I remember when I told my father that that's what I was going to do. And he basically said to me, he looked at me straight in the eye and said, Dad, Dad, I'm going to quit the job that I had now, which was working for a construction company, you know, as an estimator. It's a good job. I'm going to do that. I'm going to go, go tell jokes for a living. And he said, the bleep you are. <laughs> <laughs> well, you showed him. Yeah, I did. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, guys. I don't know if you know this, but NASA was able to send a vending machine-sized spacecraft 7 million miles through space and successfully collide with an asteroid the size of a football stadium. Do you know how cool that is? It's like real-life Armageddon. Like, Bruce Willis went up there. He went up there, man. Seriously. Did we lose Bruce Willis? No. (laughs) Oh. I was worried about that. Why are we doing this? I'm scared. There's There's a simple reason why we're doing this. Would you rather have that asteroid crash into this building and kill you? It wouldn't disintegrate. Then look what we were able to do. Was it headed our way? No, no, no. This was a practice asteroid. You always practice this before you have I to have do a the recording. Thing, right? I have a recording. Do you guys want to hear it? It sounds... Is it the recording of, the, uh, of them watching it happen? Yes, yes. It is so cool. Okay. Play it, play it, play it. Looks to me like we're headed straight in. Oh, my goodness. Eight, yeah. Seven, oh, six, wow. five, four, three, two, one. Oh, wow. We're waiting visual confirmation. Does All anybody right. else need a cigarette right. now, after on. that? I do. Uh, hold on. Hold I on. do. That, Just the audio. That, uh, <laughs> that that sounded a little more uh, engaging, risque yeah, than I thought it would too. sound. I but thought. the coolness of what they did to take something that's hurtling through space at tens of thousands of miles an hour. You guys know what I meant there, right? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I, know I got a little excited. Said that kind of weird. And then we take something. Yeah, like you said, it's about a, a pop machine sized missile yeah. with a camera on it and we're able to hit this thing yeah. in the vastness of space did we get our camera back no 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 that, that, <laughs> did it was it successful did it, it did was tour? 100 that that's the that was the whole point the trajectory of trajectory of the was asteroid. to move the trajectory of the asteroid that was the whole reason so why we did they it. did this so we did it so yes we okay. totally did and that's why nasa should have all of the monies all right yeah. they all do have money. all the money they don't cool. They don't have as much as they should to, what to about do stuff like this. All the little particles doesn't matter. That Those will really disintegrate before it hits the atmosphere. Most of that it, stuff yeah. will. Yeah. Okay. But to be able to take an asteroid and move it off of its course, which could eventually somewhere down the road, literally protect Earth, is one of the most amazing things. My question is: yeah. Is if the asteroid is as big as 
Texas or the United States continental divided whatever. You're sending much bigger, bigger vending machines. Yeah, yeah. Are they more full like, of uh, cookies and Coke and it's, Cheetos? It's, it's more like the ones you see in airports now. <laughs> the really big ones that are about big, bus big. size. You're gonna have to send those up. Okay, yeah. for sure. With but rockets. It and was and your dollar bill stuck in it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe my hand. Look at this dude. Oh no 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 no. <laughs> Thursday time for Dummy of the Day, and it's just you and I today, d Just the two of us. Uh, I don't know the rest da, 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 da. When you don't know the lyrics, you hum. Are we going international today, or is it... Uh, actually, we are going are international. We? How did you know? I'm psychic today. You are psychotic today. Oh, yeah, God, totally day. psychotic. Yes, today is international, and it has to do with weddings. Now, people at their weddings, they always want to do some sort of... Lot, it's, it's become popular. Like, you know, Are they still doing like the choreographed dances and yes. stuff like that? They're doing all of that. Oh, I notice kids are into line dancing like crazy. It's crazy. Well, that's, you know, when some would call that an American tragedy. But anyway, <laughs> I mean, so they always want to do something to set their wedding apart, make it memorable. Well, yeah. in Italy, the bride and groom were going to do something. They were going to do a grand entrance, okay? Actually, the groom was going to do the grand entrance, and his wife was just going to help out in Italy. So she is standing right in front of where they're getting, where they're going to have their wedding reception. She's in her wedding dress. She's got a checkered flag in her hand, okay? So the groom comes cruising around, and this is, of course, all on video because they want to capture the moment forever. The groom comes cruising around on a dirt bike. Okay. With her, and she's going to wave the checkered flag, and you're like, you know, he wins, and blah, blah, blah. It's, the bride is on the bike? No, no, no. The bride is standing there with a checkered flag. The she's groom is coming okay. around on the dirt bike. And since it is a dummy of the day story, you know what happens. That's right. He crashes. The groom wipes out on the dirt bike, rolls several times. Um, <laughs> oh, no. It's the ground. He's sprawled out on the ground. He was taken to the hospital. Broken collarbone. On his oh, wedding day. No. But they captured everything on video, so they got a video of him wiping out, and then they took a video of him in the hospital, and the bride's there standing next to her man while he's in the hospital being having, I guess, that set or whatever they do for the broken collarbone. They can't really do anything. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think they really can, but broken collarbones are really painful. Mm-hmm. It's a very painful injury. So <laughs> I've dislocated mine. Oof. Yeah, painful. So that's what he did. So the, I guess they had their memory. They had their wedding memory that, you know, nobody, I mean, if you went to that wedding, would you ever forget that wedding? Did he finish the reception? I don't think so. I don't know if he finished the reception, but I got to tell you, I'm sure the wedding night was very different, too. <laughs> yeah. Okay, boys and girls, I'm going to read this mailbag question for you from Sean. Sean. Okay. How does he spell it? S-H-A-W-N. Okay, perfect. Hmm. Okay. And he says... My ex-girlfriend blocked me a month ago and just unblocked me to apologize about blocking me. So I'm guessing like (laughs) Facebook, where you can block people? You can block people on anything, but sure. (laughs) She claimed it was for my own good, and then she asked me if she could get her stuff back. Should I bother giving her things back? She was a liar and a cheat. Uh, I guess it depends on what the things are. Like if it's super sentimental, I mean, I would. But if it's like old underwear, just... Light it on fire. It's fine. Wow. Just kind of leave it out on the lawn. Yeah, put it it out on the lawn. Put it in a box. 
kick it all over the yard. I say Ugh. just give it back, yeah. get rid of the toxic energy in your life, and move on. I know, because yeah. if you leave it in there and you look at it, it's just going to make you either sad, mad, angry. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Sniff it. Or... Whoa. No, it. <laughs> Timmy, did we just learn something about Timmy? <laughs> she likes old underwear, I guess. Oh, Timmy. <laughs> Timmy. <laughs> Only if it's lazy. Oh. <laughs> oh. Well, let us know what you think. Okay, here's the Roadhouse email that we're answering today. It's from Sean. He says, my ex-girlfriend blocked me a month ago and just unblocked me to apologize about blocking me, (laughs) claiming it was for my own good, and then asked if she could get her stuff. Should I bother giving her things back? She's a liar and a cheat. If you're too attached to your ex and you're keeping their stuff to try to keep them close to you or to frustrate them, that is the wrong decision to make. Hey, now he makes a good point. Is Sean asking us this question because he still has feelings for his ex, even though she treated him bad? That is a very good point. Sean, you might want to ask yourself that question. But giving her things back, that's a way, in my eyes, that you can let her go and move on. Because there's somebody better out there for you, Sean. And it sounds like this relationship might have had a lot of drama. So there was a period that I didn't work for about five years and I watched a lot of those like TV court shows so sadly he is legally required to give her all of her stuff if she made a little befit about this she could like go after him so yes you need to give her all of her stuff you can put it in a box you give her time to pick it up that's it that's all you need to do but you need to give it back there you have it, Sean. Pretty much everybody has said give her stuff back. Nobody has even said to keep it. So either throw it away or give it back. But either way, you got to have some closure, you know. And like the last open mic said, you don't want to get yourself in trouble. So just give it back. Maybe send your new girlfriend over to deliver it. No, that would, <laughs> that would just cause more drama. Please don't do that. But Sean, definitely move on. There's somebody else out there better for you. And we're proud of you. For giving her things back, okay? If you have a question for us, send it our way. You can send it to me, amy at theroadhouseam.com. Love you guys. It's time for a health adventure update with the Roadhouse. Right now, it's just Brandon and I. Well, it's just me, actually. Brandon is far away in Denver, Colorado. But I'm right here in your ears. <laughs> How's the health adventure going while you're on the road? I mean, is that hard? That's- you know, it is kind of hard to follow a diet and travel. Not, it's. I should say it's not hard, but it is when you've got a group of dudes that want to go eat or want to go do something right. Not everybody's on a diet. Not everybody wants to go eat somewhere healthy or have healthy options. The plus side is I think most, 90% of restaurants have always like healthy options. You know, I could just eat a salad. I could just have a steak or I could, you know, but, you know, that's up to me to decide. I'm curious how many calories you burn in one show. Yeah, I don't know. Because, I mean, I wear my watch, you know, my Apple Watch or whatever, and it I close out rings all the time, but it doesn't really tell you, you know, how many like calories you burn. I don't know. I'm sure there's a study out there. But there's a lot of different musicians, too. Some stand there and play and sing, and others bounce around. I do a little bit of both. Hmm. I'd like you to wear a... a- like you check your Apple Watch just to see. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I close out rings, but how about I don't you know. you check it tonight? 
Like I'll t- turn on it. turn on your exercise thing, put on concert mode under the exercise, you know. Oh yeah. I wonder if there's a concert mode. <laughs> I'm sure there <laughs> is. It'll check your calories for you. Or, or I wonder if I put it on like uh like light walk or whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> similar. Yeah, that'd be funny. I'm yeah. just I'm just curious. You never know. You never know. You could be burning a you lot of calories. Know. Yeah. Probably. I'm doing well. Still walking walk in the neighborhood and the walk when i first started was pretty difficult now it's just just a walk so i'm gonna have to up it i did join a thing online where you run 70 miles in the month of october so i'm gonna be doing some jogging run run yeah ick yeah ick i'm bummed because co-ed softball's over and that was like my real workout (laughs) uh and i'd force myself to go play even though I'm still kind of dealing with the plantar flushinitis on my hoof. Um, but it, but so now it's, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's our health adventure update for today. Until next week. Brandon and I like to talk about these 64 meat products recalled over listeria concerns. 64? Yeah. Yeah. These are ready to eat meat products. So like bologna? Yeah. Like, yeah. I love bologna. Bologna, turkey. Whatever's or maybe stuff that's frozen that's ready to go. Kielbasa sausage, (laughs) manufactured by this Illinois-based meat processing company. So they were processed between July seventh and September Mm ninth. And if you're curious, if you have any of these products, these will have an established number on them on the side. EST two zero nine one seven. Hmm. Okay. And you can also go to the the. the USDA.gov website to check, check your out. meat. Yeah, you Sometimes can check your I meat there. I think my ex-wife wanted my meat to be recalled. <laughs> so if you have some of these products, what are you going to do with them? Ah. Are you going to be like Brandon and I and eat them? I think you see, here's the thing, is Stitch, you would actually, you could die. You know what I mean? Yeah, I could die. And But I have enough on me where like if I got a little bit of, what's it called? Listeria or like, listeria? Yeah, listeria, what whatever. That? It's food poisoning. It's oh, like okay. food poisoning. But okay. if I got, I could, I could actually probably use a little listeria. Drop about 50, 60 pounds. I don't think that that's what it's going to do. Then go in. It Maybe probably makes you septic. A little salmonelli. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, give me a little salmonelli. Let me drop about 50, 60 pounds. Oh, no, Doc. I don't know what happened. That's, you know what I mean? I don't think it works like you that. You don't think that's a good diet program? No. That How'd you lose all your weight, Brandon? Salmonelli. <laughs> Selling my nilly. We talked and about going, my meat recalled. <laughs> we talked about going on the salmonella E. coli diet. Yeah. That's not that's not how it works. You guys get sick. Yeah. And then you all, you could lose die. Weight. No, you almost die. Yeah, but it but it like it like speeds up your metabolism no, or something. No, it doesn't. What about like, what could you slide me a little parasite? Just a little, yeah, <laughs> like you a want a worm? Yeah. I mean I, I get asked that all the time because I'm a skinny guy. I'm 37 almost. I'm just a small guy, right? People yeah. ask if I'm on method stuff. I'm not. I'm just a small guy. I have a high metabolism. No, I don't have a worm. Yeah. If I did, I would pass it on to you. I think oh, my metabolism is working good. Yeah, because I love you. That's a true friend. That is. So, do you, remember, do you remember the study we did a long time ago where it was skinny people poop? Yes. Was, was what they were after. So, that's what Wait. we need to get. Instead of a little salmonelli or listeria. We get a little skinny people poop from Stitch over here. Can you say that again? Yeah, skinny people poop. Skinny people poop. If you put it in you. Yeah, the parasites and whatever's in you. The bacteria, it's supposed to help you become skinny as well. You guys are crazy. Hey, we didn't come up with it. This is not how science works. No. Well, Well, tell the scientists that. Prove me wrong. (laughs) 
<laughs> prove you wrong. Yeah. So you want me to? I'm going to bring you some of my skinny man poop or sk- skinny yeah. people poop tomorrow, yeah. and we're going to put it on Facebook Live. You're going to eat it. We'll call it Greek yogurt. <laughs> we got Brandon on the road, so of course Matt Foley's not here to do our prank call. So we're going to turn this around on him. Scout's in here. She's going to pretend like she's calling from vasectomy reversals are us and tell Brandon that the doctor doing his vasectomy reversal has got some malpractice suits going on, okay? All right, are you ready? Here we go. Hello? Hi, is this Brandon? It is. Hi, Brandon. I'm calling from vasectomy reversals are us. Do you have a second? Yes. Hi, Brandon. Okay, so I have some records of your upcoming procedure with Dr. Salami. Is that correct? Uh, yeah. Okay, I just have to inform you about some of his recent malpractices, claiming that he has been stealing sperm from some of his patients, and those patients are now having lots of children. Oh, Yep, something to just keep in the back of your mind. Like, this isn't to waver you from not having the procedure at all. I'm just, I'm obligated well, to let you know some of these things. But Well, I mean, I, I have some questions. Sure. But go ahead. Okay. Also, um, Dr. Salami is currently being sued because at some point in the sign portion of one of his past procedures, there is a pop and then there is an explosion. Oh, Again, not to waver you. Like okay. it's like I'm just letting you no know. Way. So 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 you're saying so but my procedure's still on? Like I could still come and, and have my procedure done? Yes, absolutely. Like we have you here, we have the time. Like Dr. Slami is excited to see you. Well what I wanna know is is can I get my hand on some of them samples? Then I don't even have to have the procedure done. You know, I heard that Dr. Salami is still currently selling, if you're looking to buy. But you didn't hear that from me. Is he really hands-on with a lot of his procedures? Yeah, he is. Yeah, he really gets in there. So, you know, it'll be done well. So, I'm just, I'm calling to warn you, it's either you're going to have lots of children, or you're not going to have any at all. But that's nothing to be worried about. Oh, Seems a little weird, a little sus, but hey, sounds like a gamble I'm willing to take. Yeah, of course, and we're we're excited to have you, Brandon. Well, I can't wait. It'll okay, be a real ball. Okay, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Good luck with that vasectomy reversal. Yeah. <laughs> bye. Uh, bye. It's time to let the cat out! Here's your weekly recap of all your Hollywood idiots. The cat is out of the bag. Alec Baldwin's wife gave birth to her seventh child, but he's having it checked for Nick Cannon's DNA just in case, guys. Oh. Mark Zuckerberg lost $71 billion this year. I'm starting to understand why he's so intent on creating an alternate reality. Is he even human? His eyes blink sideways. Get this. According to a new study, foot massages are a great treatment for menopause. I don't know how I know this. Uh, but in totally unrelated news, Quentin Tarantino would like to meet your Aunt Nancy. Oh. 
No way, dude. <laughs> Stay away from my Aunt Nancy. <laughs> she doesn't wash her feet. Jimmy Buffett's canceled the remainder of his tour, and even though his camp says it's because of undisclosed health issues, some people claim that there's a woman to blame. Oh. I've heard that a girl... <laughs> How are you not laughing at that? <laughs> I, wanted to say, I wasn't I even wanted, listening. I wanted to ask, does Scout even get the joke <laughs> at the end of that one? <laughs> I don't. There we go. I've heard, according to new research, being unhappy or lonely accelerates the aging process more than smoking. Clearly, though, nothing accelerates the aging process more than being a father to Hunter Biden. It's not that Sources, Tom Brady and Giselle live at Budokan. I don't never know how to pronounce her last name. Bunches. Uh, that their marital issues have apparently nothing to do with football. I don't know if you heard this or not. Uh, what they've actually been fighting about is who gets to sit at the vanity and brush their hair first. My vote's for Tom. They're they're beautiful people. <laughs> they are. They're Very nice. <laughs> and finally, there's a new purple M&M that's being introduced. The color, it's meant to represent what your foot's going to look like when you lose it to diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> so many that is, jokes about feet. That is rude. That one was rude. And that is the cat is out of the bag. Okay, it's that time. Look who we have here. Uh, Dr. BJ, we're so uh, excited. Well, good morning. Thanks for having me in. <laughs> yeah, it's nice being here. You know, it smells a little better without branding in the studio. Can you believe you're in the studio? With- oh, oh, I hear you. Oh, well, there you are. Well, all right, Dr. BJ. <laughs> well, that's funny. <laughs> Heard you're going next week to get a little reconnection. <laughs> sucks i'm doing all right i mean i'm doing all right well you're better for it all right let's get it started i just want more more of what never mind what's the matter nothing i don't know what she wants i wish he would just figure it out i'm dr bg and in today's world of love things are different than they were 20 10 or even five years ago some traditional people find it hard to find traditional love Others are out there finding the free spirit of love. Some don't want kids. Others are like Brandon and starting over again. (laughs) Good luck to you, buddy. You got more balls than I got. (laughs) No pun intended. But the biggest thing is to not lose hope. When single, looking for love, don't get disheartened if you can't find a mate. Just keep looking because out there is your mate going through the same problem. And you'll both be better for it when you get there. I'm Dr. BJ, and if loving another is wrong, then I don't want to be right. <laughs> hey, Amy, did you make sandwiches? Oh, yeah. Oh. Is it pumpkin spice time? It's pumpkin spice Friday, and joining me in Studio 4B, we got Mark Houston, we've got Scout, and we have Dean Taylor. When I have you come in and do stuff with me, it's fun. <laughs> this is going to be great. This is going to be great. So we ordered something from nuts.com. <laughs> <laughs> are oh, that's just the child in me right there, isn't it? Pumpkin spice malted milk balls. And oh. what's interesting to know is Dean Taylor doesn't like normal malted milk balls. And he's getting ready to go above and beyond. Malted milk these. balls are, are like the candy that you got for Halloween. that You save till last because you're like, I'm a kid. I'm going to need a chocolate fix. But you still never ate. Oh. That's how gross they are. Speak right? for yourself. No. I actually like malted yeah, milk me too. balls. Oh. Ugh. 
Might as well be good and plenty. It's the so same the, thing. the smell we can all agree is not good. No. It smells like alcohol. Yeah, it smells like alcohol after you puke it up. Right, right. <laughs> it it, like. In the bag it does. Yeah. When it's outside of the bag and it's just kind of on its own, now it smells a little... Um, it smells like a chlorine to me. Ooh. Yeah. All right. It smells like athlete's foot. Oh. <laughs> How often do you get close to somebody's foot to smell uh, that, Amy? My brother had athlete's foot like... Oh, that's terrible. The okay. color orange is very off-putting yeah, as well. Well, it's, oh, yeah. it's not. It's, it's, it's like, like that burnt sienna, not, kind of, not really orange, orange, but oh, it weird. looks like a smoke grenade during the Fourth of July. <laughs> oh, yeah, there we go. It's yeah, got the it same does. consistency of it almost. Yeah, too. yeah. You're right. Yeah. Okay, are we ready? Okay. Here we go. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so gross. I don't know if I can swallow it. Oh, wait a Seriously, hold, hold up. It's not as pumpkin spicy as you think it would be. It's I'm worse getting... than candy corn. Oh, oh not candy no. corn. Oh, no. This not is horrible. Close. This is, um, give me another one. Oh, <laughs> you can have the whole bag. Seriously, that's, that's not, that's not, I, I wasn't expecting, I thought was expecting a very overpowering pumpkin spice. It is literally it a, a like malted s- milk ball with, right. with another coating on the top of it. It tastes like malted sour milk ball. Oh, you've been in half, does. and it does have a, it has a chocolate shell around it. I'm oh, getting the chocolate part of it. Yeah, it's like chocolate, but like, hmm. chemically. Oh, no, there it is. Yeah. Once you is, get to the malted part of it, awful. then it's bad. It's really bad. Okay. All right, Amy. So, on a scale of 1 to 10, Houston? S- s- below, I don't know, minus 4, maybe, I guess. It's terrible. Scout? I'm going to say a 3. You're so, you're so rude. <laughs> 3. Yeah, a three. It was really bad. I'm gonna, like Brandon says, it's negative eleven. Perfect. It's pumpkin spice Friday. We all just uh, cleared our palates of the nasty malted milk balls we just ate. The pumpkin spice malted milk balls, not good. Mm. Tastes like I just ate my own throw up. It's still there. Mm. It just yeah. won't go away. <laughs> it's in my. Oh food. my goodness. So we're going to try to take our minds off of that pumpkin spice and come up with our own pumpkin spice. Roadhouse 5, pumpkin spice items. The Roadhouse. One, two, three, four, five. Number five, pumpkin spice latex gloves. (laughs) (laughs) Slimy. Number four, pumpkin spice KY jelly. Does is it the stuff that's tingly? <laughs> oh, oh, oh my god! Oh. Okay, number three, pumpkin spice poopery. Hey, that's not bad. That's not that's bad actually a good idea. It is. We definitely need some out here at work. <laughs> well, I'm teaming up, I guess, with Dean on this one. Number two would be the pumpkin spice laxatives. <laughs> So it would smell pumpkiny when it came out, and went in. I would assume. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and finally, number one, Roadhouse pumpkin spice Nyquil chicken. One, two, three, four, five. It's time for our Tuesday teacher spotlight. Brandon found a good story once again. I've got a story about Michael <laughs> Bonner. He's a second grade teacher from Greenville, North Carolina. He teaches a poverty stricken area where many of his students have a difficulty with like their home lives, and even some of them are homeless. And Bonner went into it knowing that this was going to be the the situation, and he was going to have to use some unconventional, relatable methods to reach his kids. Bonner turned into music to teach the kids their standards, like uh, you know. 
the like the standards meaning the the learning goals that are created by the state for each grade level in order for you to pass on he had the kids writing their own lyrics and creating music videos the original video of bonner's class went viral and he says the video is more than just dancing it's celebrating of the fact that this school is making a change and turning a corner the students are singing, Mr. Bonner taught me I am smart. Mr. Bonner taught me that I am strong. Mr. Bonner taught me that I am cool, and I want to be a president when I grow up. Wow. So That's he, huge. The way teachers are and, and what he did went so far that Ellen DeGeneres noticed it and sent him a $25,000 check to help wow. the school. Wow. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. That is cool. So, like, way to go. That's just one spotlight of one teacher doing what all teachers do. They're yeah. just amazing. And I can imagine some of those kids feel very alone, you know. Oh yeah, and, oh, yeah. And he just turns it around, makes them feel loved, and you yeah. Know, In just, some of those situations, like that, school's the only time that they get food, they get the consistency of a life, you know. And then that's like school's over, and they're like, "Hey, guess I'll go home." And like they said, some of them are homeless, so yeah. they just don't. But one of them wants to become president, and that's yep. huge. It's that's huge. great. Good for that guy. If you have a Tuesday teacher spotlight, send it our way. I'm going to give your email, Brandon. Brandon at theroadhouseam.com. It's a feel-good moment. Two three-year-old conjoined twins with fused brains just underwent a successful separation surgery in Brazil. Their final surgery took 27 hours after surgeons spent months practicing different techniques in virtual reality. The two brothers' names are Bernardo and Arthur Lima, and they both survived. The charity that funded the whole thing said it was one of the most complicated separation surgeries ever performed. For the first time, surgeons in separate countries wore headsets and operated in the same virtual reality room together. The twins had seven surgeries involving more than 27 hours of operating time in the final operation alone and almost 100 medical staff. Again, two brothers, 100 medical staffers, and endless amounts of inspiration, tears of joy, and love. And that's a feel-good moment. Bounced from the Roadhouse is hosted by Amy Rose and Brandon Jones. Produced by Mark Houston. Engineered by Chris Jacquez. Audio and video mastered by Russ Haddon. If you liked what you heard, please rate it five stars and leave a comment.